David Wygant podcast. You know, I kind of feel like this podcast is like the Washington Football Club. Hasn't to have a name. I mean, 10 Minute Daily Reality Check, that really resonated with me when I first started the podcast. And I was like, yeah, the 10 Minute Daily Reality Check. I'm going to do it every single day and I'm going to give you a reality check. And I was into it for a while. And then all of a sudden, like everything else in life, I just didn't feel like there was a direction that it was taking. I just felt like it was just kind of random. You know, I wasn't really getting enough feedback from people. I didn't know whether or not it was resonating with people. And, and it was, I was changing. I was growing. I was, I was transforming into something else. So, what is it now? Well, it's a matter of like who I am now. I just spent the last two and a half hours journaling and writing down everything that I really embraced and what I learned this week. And, and this was a wild and crazy week in the stock market. You know, as all of you know, I mean, I really have transitioned into becoming a full-time trader. It's not that I don't coach. It's not that I don't uh, counsel people, coach people, or talk to them at all anymore. I mean, I certainly do. But my, uh, you know, my, my energy, my efforts have really gone into, um, really gone into the market and really gone into learning it. And, and there's such spiritual growth that I've had from it. I mean, it, it's wild. Who would have thought that the stock market was one of the most spiritual experiences that you'd ever have in your entire life? And I could tell you a couple of reasons why. You know, one is it's going to really expose who you are. It's going to expose what you're all about, your relationship with money. It's going to expose how you feel about yourself. It's going to expose whether you're abundant or not. It's going to expose whether you can follow rules because without rules, you're not going to make any money. And this week was a absolute ridiculous ridiculously crazy week. Monday morning, I woke up to probably the biggest, biggest, biggest profits that I've ever had in my stock market career. And it was all based on choices, all based on decisions, all based on a plan. You say, I had this plan. I had this plan that I was going to I was going to ride Riot and Mara, the two stocks that are really most related to Bitcoin. And I was going to go and I was going to accumulate shares and I was going to do covered calls around those shares. And I was just going to keep riding them up because I learned about a strategy on YouTube from a guy named Matt. And this guy, Matt, you know, made a killing in January on that exact strategy. So what happened? Okay. Monday morning, I woke up and, and my inclination was take profit, take profit. You got to take profit, man. You've never had this much profit. Pay yourself because that's really who I am. Because whatever you are in life or whatever you choose to be in life, you need to really understand what your personality is and what you're all about, right? Because in trading, there's traders as investors and there's gamblers. You certainly don't want to be a gambler. The people who played GameStop, they were gamblers. They were people that decided that they were going to gamble away and they were going to hold nonstop and not pay themselves because that's what gamblers will do. Gamblers will take it to the max and take it to the very, very end. And the thing is, I really wanted to do this strategy. But the problem is the strategy goes against my personality. My personality is, well, if I'm up that much money, why not pay myself? Why not take a profit? It's not the last time I can get it. It's not like these stocks aren't going to dip back down. But I had a story that they weren't going to dip, that they were going to go up, that Bitcoin was going to go up, that it was going to go up back to 57000 And And Riot and Mara were going to go back to the respectable levels that they were at. I think it was 80 and 50 is what they were reached. And I wanted to hold. I wanted to get the big profit. And as the week went on, what happened, okay? 
Well, the stock market crashed, stock market came down, stock market's correcting, it's not exactly crashing. This is just a normal correction that goes, that happens all the time. It just hasn't happened in a while. And it's great to see the correction because then things will start to get a little more normal, you know, not just straight up and and crazy, which is not the way that you really ever really want it to happen. Man, I thought that was a cockroach. Look at that. That cockroach is on the ceiling. That guy is gutsy as hell. And that's the one thing about living in the South is that there are roaches. So you can actually hear me kill it. And I was trying to kill him earlier. Man, he's gutsy. He's on the ceiling. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Watch this. Okay. You can listen to it. Boom. Nailed him. Oh, gross. I heard him hit the ground, but I don't know where he is. There he is. Oh, yeah. Look at that. You can hit these guys so hard with the sneaker. I mean, I got a big Nike, man. I got a size 12. Nike, I'm really like an 11 and a half, but man, I can nail these guys so hard. And if you don't get them right away and you don't go and do the final crunch, they'll flip themselves back on their, on their feet. Even after you've hit them with all your might, I mean, I'm pretty strong. You hit them with all your might and they're still going to live. They're the most wild, disgusting things you'll ever see. Well, and now I'm going to look at, look at this guy's fight. Oh man, he's just fighting me. He's gripping onto the paper towel and you just gotta smush them and smush them and smush them with all your might i feel like a little kid right now did i smush them enough i'm gonna flush them just in case anyway i bet you've never even listened to a podcast where somebody ever killed a cockroach have you now huh this is the first time ever that i've ever killed a cockroach live watch there be another one in the bathroom too no there's not so we're gonna go we're gonna flush him down and we're gonna say goodbye we're gonna give him the ocean rural and the funeral and he's dead Anyway, where was I at? I segued and I segued into Cockroachville. But the bottom line is, is that I was trying to do something that was against my personality. Because when you go and you become a trader, when you go and become an investor, you know, there are people who just want to invest. They want to just give their money to a, to a guy who will handle all their money and they'll take all the swings in the market. But to me, I'd rather go... And buy low, sell high, buy low, sell high, buy low, sell high, short the thing, and make money round trip it. Because here's the deal. If you buy a stock for $40 and it goes up to $50, you've made $10 a share, right? 10 bucks a share. So if you have 100 shares, that's $1,000, okay? And maybe it took three months to get there. But during that time, the stock went from 40 to 42, back down to 40. Then it went from 40 back to 43, then back down to 41, and what a trader will do is a trader will just keep taking pieces of the pie along the way. Two bucks here, two bucks here, two bucks here, two bucks here. And at the end of the day, a trader will take $17 compared to an investor who only took 10 And that's really who I am. That, that's my mindset. That's what I'm about. So I went against my green. I went against who I was. And this is what you have to do. You have to explore things. And you have to have rules too. And that's one of the things I've always had trouble with because in life, I've always been this rebellious character. I've always taken pride in doing things that go against the grain. I like to break the rules. I like to not have rules. I like to always you know, be the rebel. And the fact of the matter is, is the stock market wants you to have specific rules. You've got to have money management rules. You've got to have rules about when you're going to enter a stock. 
you got to have rules when you're going to exit, okay? And you got to follow those rules. You got to have stop losses in place or at least mental stop losses in place. And you must adhere to those stop losses. Otherwise, you're going to get your ass handed to you. You need structure. And that's something that I've always never liked. I've never liked structure. I never wanted structure. I always thought structure was for people who were weak. You know, I had all these stories and stuff because I grew up in a household with crazy parents, okay, who had no structure whatsoever. And I was allowed to do whatever the fuck I wanted, which was really bad, you know, and it's made me an interesting person, but it's also been a handicap in my life because in reality, we all need structure. We all need structure to make money. We all need structure to function in life. It's just the way it is. And I was anti-structure on every which way. And it has definitely bit me in the ass many times. So it's interesting that I went into a business, okay, where I was doing what? where I had to have structure. Even when I coach people, you know, they would like, well, give me the rules. Give me the structure about how to talk to somebody. There's really no structure about how to talk to people. Talking is about listening and responding and having a conversation. And people wanted structure in that. And I used to drive me up the wall and it still does because there's no structure to it. It's about listening. Listen, 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 listen to what someone has to say and then respond. That's the beauty of that. And that's why I was so good at teaching it because it was my free flowing ways, my free flowing ways that I was able to go and free flow through my life. But the market doesn't do that. The market needs rules and structure and everything else. And I just had a crazy week where I realized my lack of structure is killing killing me because I'm still making money in spite of myself. It's been my story my whole life. I make a lot of money in spite of myself. And here I am in the market taking these wild swings. We're talking about crazy swings, five-figure day on Monday, okay, coupled with a a four fig big four figure loss on Thursday coupled by a big you know four figure win on Friday and then after all the hard work that I did after trying to capitulate and to try to be something you know and try to go the investor route and everything else I literally ended my account this is one of my accounts my retirement account that I that I trade I literally ended up my retirement count, I think five or six hundred dollars less than I ended it last Friday. Yet this was a week where it should have been up probably fifteen or twenty thousand dollars from that point because that was the way the week started. The week started off to the biggest week that I was ever gonna have in, in my life, in my young trading career, and it turned into being down in my retirement count $800 after all that work and everything else because I was trying things out. But in reality, what I wasn't seeing is that I don't have the structure in place that I really need to have. I know how to trade. I understand how to trade. I know the patterns. I've got no problem finding trades. I can find trades all day long. I can make money all day long finding trades. But I'm not keeping the money because that was a lifelong story about how I am. I've saved a lot of money in life, but I've also given a lot of money to all the wrong people throughout my entire life. I never had this clear-cut relationship with money a relationship with money, that money is energy. Money is something that is given to you. Money is abundant. And I never really respected money. I was giving it to all the wrong people. I would hire the wrong people. I would give it to people. I would, you know, I'd lose money in some business ventures. I mean, you know, I've had a tumultuous relationship with money on many levels, but yet I've made a lot of it and I've been able to save as well. 
So I've done well, but I've always done well in spite of myself, in spite of a lot of my decisions. So here I was, you know, standing, sitting, staring at a screen and realizing, holy shit, this week has been a complete mirror of the way that I've handled my life on so many levels. It's the way that I've handled my life monetarily. No clear-cut plan giving money to total strangers because that's what I did. I made money and I gave it back to total strangers. I didn't follow the rules. The rules are what? Never give back a profit. Always have a trailing stop. You know, I could have gotten back in. It wasn't the only and the last opportunity that Riot was going to be at a certain price level. Actually, Riot is cheaper today than it was last Friday. It was a much better buy to this Friday than it was last Friday. But I didn't buy it at the end of the market this week because of my experience what happened last week. I did buy some Mara at the end of the market this week. So I've got some and I've still got some Riot options and stuff like that. So I'm not empty-handed going into next week if it pops on Monday morning because Bitcoin tends to do a little bit of a, a dance on a Saturday and Sunday because it's got a lot of correlation to the Qs and the, and the SPY. And without the Qs and the SPY correlating with it over the weekend, you know, Bitcoin might have a chance to pop up and do really, really well before the SPY and the Qs bring it down on Monday. Anyway, it's a structure that obviously I craved. When I was looking for a new venture, and I was looking for a new venture, I was poking around. And I, I had to do it because my business was definitely down. You know, coaching was still there, but product business was definitely not what it used to be. And I wasn't making the money that I used to make. So I was looking for one last venture. And it's funny how I chose the stock market. And I say one last venture. There's going to be many ventures left, but I wanted something that I could dig my, my heels into and have for the rest of my life, not have, it doesn't matter how I market it. It doesn't matter what the industry or how the industry was changing around me. I'd always be able to make money no matter what happened. So it's funny that I chose something that I never, ever had. It's funny that I chose structure. I chose doing something that would give me structure. That is fascinating. It's obviously something I craved. I didn't have it as a kid. I didn't have it throughout my whole adult life, adult life. And now if you come to my office, I've got rules and regulations and I've got structure all around me. And I realized this week with my large swings that the universe is doing what it always does with me. It's still paying me. It's still saying, hey, look, David, you're a damn good trader. You know, you really are. You've got things to work on as a trader because as every trader, you have things to work on. You always do. You can always get better. And that's the beauty of trading is it gives you the opportunity to be self-reflective at the end of each day. And at the end of each day, I'm journaling. I'm writing in my journal every single night today. Like I said, I wrote for two hours my journal. It's going to be my next book, as a matter of fact. And it's really amazing to go and write down all these things and see clearly where you are and where you're at and what you need to be held accountable for and how you need to be held accountable for. And I realized that this roller coaster ride this week was a ride I don't want to take anymore. And I wrote it down and I want to hold myself accountable for it, you know? And today, you know, I was tempted to short Oracle at a, at a space that I normally would. And I did not do it. I resisted because what you, I, because I resisted doing it because I didn't want to go down that route and get into trouble because I want to distance myself from the behavior patterns that give me trouble and I want to give myself the structure that allows me to put money in the pocket because if 
All I need to do, and there's no if, all I need to do is eliminate the mistakes that I'm making. You're always going to lose, right? I mean, that's what trading is all about. That's what life's all about. You're always going to lose in life. You're not going to win everything in life. But if I just eliminate the mistakes, if I just eliminate the mistakes that I'm making, these first two months of this year would have been astronomically amazing. I mean, unbelievable. You know, great months. I mean, well on my way to financial abundance. And... But I realize it's like it doesn't really matter if it didn't happen January and February because every day is a new day to start all over again. And the beauty about the market is is that once you get to a point, it's the tipping point. Once you get to that tipping point and you're able to truly move through the issues and move through the problems and move through the things that have been stopping you, there's just an abundance of riches on the other side. And what I choose to do with that money is, you know, heal, heal myself, heal the wounds that I still have inside me, heal my health, heal others that are around me, be able to spoil my daughter with experiences and be able to share experiences with other people, people that may not be able to afford things. I'm not going to give them money, but I'm going to give them experiences because if I give them experiences that they can't buy themselves because they can't afford it, that's my way of giving back. My way of giving back is to give them beautiful experiences that they can share, beautiful things that they can have in their life, you know, not not monetary things, but just experiential things, because that's really who I truly am. So this journey is amazing. And I'm going to continue to share this magical journey. And if you want some coaching on trading and mindset around it, or you want some coaching on life, uh, relationships and so forth, you know where to reach me, David at davidwygant.com. And I will see you soon. Podcast name is the Washington Football Club or the David Wygant Podcast. Don't know what it is. Does it really matter? Thank you for listening, too, by the way.